Friday. Welcome to the Colby Daniels Podcast, presented by Artisan Botanicals in Midwest City. Check out their line of natural medicine products, including Kratom, CBD, and Delta 8. If you're unfamiliar with these products or their benefits, don't hesitate to give Artisan Botanicals a call. 405-458-9699. They have a staff that's dedicated to helping you live a better life, so it's all about educating yourself. Uh, Not to mention, we are saving you 15% when you order online, so place your order online. Use the discount code COLBYSHOW. And you save 15% off your order, abotanicalcompany.com. All right, it is Draft Friday, so we have Aaron Davis and Zach Lancaster joining me for this week's draft. I am joined by Aaron Davis and Zach Lancaster as it is another Draft Friday. Today we are drafting sports bucket list items, and, and basically the genesis for this idea was everything happening this week. We've got the Final Four coming up this weekend. We had opening day yesterday, and I was having a conversation with a friend of mine about how cool opening day is and, and where it ranks on all-time great sports lists and how cool Final Four is. And, uh, you know, there's, there's obviously everybody's going to have maybe a different list as far as their favorite events, but uh, that was the genesis for this idea. So uh, I thought, let's, uh, let's just draft sports bucket list items, things that you want to attend um, again, I've, I've had the opportunity to, to do like opening day, for example, and it's, it's just unbelievable. And I don't know how many people probably, uh, appreciated it, appreciate it if you've never been to it. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, this will be fun. I, I'm excited. And, and we have some, uh, some versatility here in, in probably the, the sports that we enjoy watching, but you know, there are certain things obviously that supersede maybe your overall interest as far as just what the atmosphere might be like. So you guys all set? Absolutely. Yeah. Quick question. So this is uh, this is only like things that we could go to in the future, right? Like that we can't do. Like I wish I would have been at blank. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this isn't okay. like uh, I want to go watch like Babe Ruth in 1917. This is okay. yeah. This is just like you're making a list. Uh, this is what you're going to be able to attend in the future. Like this certain event. Um, it can be like a rivalry game. It can be, you know, whatever you want it to be. So, um, yeah. All right. So, uh, random order. I am selecting first. Zach is selecting second. Aaron is selecting third. As always, it's a snake draft. So Aaron will have back-to-backs at three and four and it loops back the other way. All right. So I, with the first overall pick, um, I'm actually not, I'm going to take one that I think is just value overall, not to mention, for me at least, I've had two different opportunities to potentially attend this thing, and both times it's fallen through. A year ago, I was supposed to go, and COVID happened, and I, I for the second time, I wasn't able to do this. So this uh, is number one overall pick, um, even though I'm not, I'm going to give it away here, even though I'm not like the world's biggest golf fan, I am a golf fan, I'm just not like the the fanatic, but despite that... I think the Masters just supersedes any of that. So, uh, again, because I've been heartbroken twice with uh, canceled Masters trips, I'm going Masters number one overall. Solid. That's a solid pick. I'm with you. I'm not big golf, but uh, I wouldn't mind going to the Masters. Um, I'm going to – to me, this is, like, personal to me. Um, I, it, and it's still huge, you know, uh, but because of my grandfather, I'm big into NASCAR now. Uh, so I would love to be at the Daytona 500 when the season starts, a couple hundred thousand people. Uh, yeah, so that's, to me, that that's a that's a big bucket list. 
That's awesome. I, right. I, I've uh, I've never yeah. been to a NASCAR race, but It'll I, change I, your life. I have some friends that are NASCAR fans. And and look, I'm not even a watch it on TV fan, but yeah, I've been told it, that Alice. nice. <laughs> I've been told that being there live is as good as as any sports event there is. Yeah, so I went with him. Would have been 2016. Like I grew up watching it with my dad and grandpa, whatever. But it was never big to me. Uh, and me and my dad, my brother, and my grandpa went down to Texas in 2016, and it's. It's one of the coolest experiences. Uh, you'll if you go, you're hooked, and you won't you won't want to do anything else. Yeah, I mean, how many sports do you have an opportunity to catch a tire? You can get a foul ball in a baseball <laughs> game, but you, you catch yeah. a tire in a NASCAR race. That was something I wasn't expecting. You get covered in little flakes of rubber as the race goes on. It's it's really? a crazy thing. Yeah, and you can smell the fuel burning. It's really sweet. Uh, it's it's an overall insane experience. Is it true again? I, I've just been told this. Uh, is it true that the like the television experience is just nothing like what you're actually getting if you're there? That's it, what that's what I've always heard. Like there's it, it, and, and I yeah. know that there are a lot of sports like that, but I've heard that it's so extreme in NASCAR. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't compare at all. Like going to a race, you can appreciate the the TV experience more. Um, but I mean, you you literally feel it in your bones. Yeah. Like your heart rattles around, and it's you got to wear earplugs or you can't hear for two or three days and you get covered in rubber. And, and it's, it, I, I would, I would say that NASCAR is probably the most, uh, fan friendly sport. So like you get to, they let you onto the track before the race. I mean, the, all of the drivers are doing introductions. You get to sign, you know, like meet and greets. I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. You have to go. Nice. Covers all five of the senses. You get yeah, smell, it does. taste. <laughs> yeah, truly. All right. Uh, so I really look. My first pick. I honestly, I think I could probably just take it with my last pick. I don't think there's any threat of it being taken. But uh, I, look, I'm just gonna be genuine. It's the top of my list, even though uh, it may not play well with a lot of people uh, on this side of the pond. Going into a game, a Liverpool game at Anfield. Again, I don't even care who it's against. It could be against Man United. It could be against Everton. I don't care. I just, I've spent 20, 30 years almost experiencing American sports and like the way that we absorb everything. And then like everything's a little bit slower and a little calmer, I think, over here. I, I want to go experience sports in a different world because I, I honestly, I feel like the way that sports in Europe are, you know, fans are, quote unquote. Yeah. It's completely different. And I just I want to experience it. I'm a big Liverpool fan, and I just I want to I want to go through the whole thing. I want to sing. Uh, uh, you'll never walk alone with you know seventy thousand people like they do before every match at, at Liverpool. It's it's crazy. Like it's I literally only I became a fan of soccer over the past like three years only because the environments and the, the games are just insane. Nice. You should be, be glad you chose that first because that was English Premier League game in London was actually second on my list. Oh, wow. Okay. So there we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad I picked it then. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I feel like it's one of those sports like college football to me and soccer and European soccer, whether it's English Premier League or La Liga in Spain, like those are the only two things where I feel like I watch it on TV and I feel like the crowd is a presence. Yeah, there's just there's there's so much passion involved in both of those things, right? Like people literally like 
live and die by the action that's taking place and they they like schedule their their like season around you know start times and games and all that like yeah. unlike unlike you know things that baseball which happens you know every day for 162 days right yeah i mean how many how many baseball games have started have there been riots started at it's probably been dozens of soccer game matches where there's been a riot. Yeah, unless it's like a Dodgers-Giants game, then yeah. Well, yeah, okay, well, yeah, that's fair. That's after the game, though. These are like riots. That, oh, yeah, that's true, that's true. That's <laughs> after the game in the parking lot. All right, back-to-backs for you, Aaron. All right, uh, so, you know, I mentioned the crowds in college football and European soccer being similar. Um, I'm going to go college football here. It's been, uh, been on my... B- bucket list been the top of my college football bucket list for a while i would love to go to a penn state whiteout i don't it obviously it's going to be a big game they don't do the whiteouts just for anybody so i'm assuming it's to be like an ohio state or a michigan or somebody i would love to go to the state state college right is that the name of the town yeah, yeah state college yeah. in happy valley yeah i would love to go to state college and be a part of a whiteout i don't know i'm a sucker for like coordinated fan like colors in the stands like when OU stripes the stadium I'm like okay that's cool but you always have those you know yahoos that wear like the wrong color but you know it's okay yeah that would that that would be cool uh so I'm gonna I'm I'm going something that I I didn't think I was gonna go with on my second pick um but it's COVID is really uh kind of zap the fan experience across the board uh and so like I'm, I'm double vaccinated. I got my chip updated last week. Um, I'd have to say that something that I want to experience when everything gets back would have to be a Duke North Carolina basketball game. Nice. Like that 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 experience is unlike anything that you see in college basketball. I, I don't I don't care where it is. I don't care if it's in Chapel Hill. I don't care if it's at Duke. Um, I was about to say either, you gotta you gotta pick way. whether it's happening at uh, in at Chapel Hill or or in Cameron or. <laughs> Yeah, I'll go Cameron. Okay. I, I think that ex- I think that experience, they're right on top of you. I think I think that would be I think that'd be more more exciting. So Duke, North Carolina. Duke, North Carolina with the Cameron Crazies. Yeah. I uh I Googled uh like sports bucket list just to, you know, do a little bit last minute research after I put my big board together. And uh, they have the final four in the top seven. I just like I don't think the final four would be anywhere near as good of an experience as going to Cameron indoor or going to Allen Fieldhouse. Like it's just, I would take going to see a game at those places over final four any day. Well, especially since they switched it to these large arenas. I mean, I get that you want to cram as many people as you can, but it's so spread out. I feel like it's, it's just not a thing. Like the, the, the court is far away from everybody and it's just a weird, a weird look. Yeah. That's a great pick. And that was, that was definitely on my big board as well. Um, all right. So I think this is the fun part about doing these drafts is I always make a big board and I have it ranked. And then depending on like what other people do, sometimes I, I rearrange the order in my head as we go. Uh, so this is, this is one that I'm for fear that it might get taken. And I thought maybe I I would be safe with this one till later. Uh, I'm just going to get it now. And look, this one might be, if I'm being honest, this one might be at the very top of my list and it's probably more because of the venue than anything else, but uh, I, I've I've seen video of this place, I've seen photos, and I think just the overall experience of the whole thing would just be unlike anything you've ever mentioned. Zach, you kind of talked a little bit about Daytona and just what 
the the sensory overload that you get as far as just being there in person. So I'm going to stick with racing. I'm going to go overseas. I'm going to the Grand Prix in Monaco. Again, I think as far as just a picturesque setting and getting to experience something, that that to me might be number one overall. Uh, again, I thought I could probably get it later, but I'm, I'm a little fearful that one of you guys might take it. So I'm going to go Grand Prix Monaco. And that's a good one. I didn't even think about it, but it, I've legitimately, I've said to people before, like, I need to go to Monaco. I need to go there and feel like the poorest person on earth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And Colby, again, be lucky that you chose it now because Grand Prix was on my okay, okay. next in order. Ugh, what is wrong with you people? Yeah, I, I uh, thought that uh, when you took Daytona immediately, I was like, OK, well, I, I, I've, I better uh, I better move that one up because I thought that I just might get some value there. But yeah, that again, like when you just look at the photos and the video and, and everything from that thing every year, like. Look, I would just like to go there anyway, even when the Grand Prix is not happening. But you add the like yeah. sporting event and just the, I mean, the whole thing to it. That that to me is just an unbelievable setting for that sort of race. And and the streets are all blocked off, and it's just it's so cool. So yeah. Grand Prix Monaco is my number two pick, and I have back to backs here uh, with some stuff that um, man, I'm a little bit torn. Uh, so I've got the Masters, I've got. Grand Prix Monaco. Uh, let's go with a World Cup final. Um, Aaron kind of mentioned just the the soccer craze. You add like an entire uh, country and and their you know their heritage and reputation and all of that on the line and the singing and just the whole spectacle that is uh, the World Cup. A World Cup final is next on my list. Nice. Yeah, I was. I, I had that a little bit further down. That was going to be a safety pick. Um, so I'm going to, I'm sticking with my, uh, my singular game. I'm not, I'm not taking an entire event. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Yankees, Red Sox and Fenway Park. You, you want to talk about hated, heated rivalry and, and just intense from start to finish. I think going to Fenway and watching the Yankees, Red Sox don't even have to be, it could just be a, like a middle of June game. They don't even need to be a playoff game or anything like that. Um, I think that would be, that'd be a hell of a thing. I, I was planning on taking that in my top five as well at Fenway. So yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a great pick. If it were old and, Yankee Stadium, then then maybe, but it has right. to be at Fenway now. And you know you're going to get your money's worth. The game's going to last at least five hours, hundred percent. And there you'll probably <laughs> see a brawl. <laughs> probably yeah. If you see about 30, 30 walks, probably five hour game. You're gonna you're gonna get your money's worth. You're gonna you're gonna leave there ready to. Uh, Ready to go. But, Only if Pedro uh, right. Martinez and Don Zimmer throw out the first pitches <laughs> and then have a brawl before the game starts. Yeah. That uh, would be awesome. Um, all right. So I'm a big sucker for tradition. And obviously, I mean, I went with, you know, Liverpool and Penn State, like big tradition things. I'm going to go with another tradition. Also, another wide out, coincidentally. I'm going to go with Wimbledon. I would love to be at a Wimbledon final, but I'll... I'll I'll settle for any day of Wimbledon, but I would love to be there for a final. I don't care if it's you know women's or men's. I don't, I just, if I see Serena Williams win a win a Wimbledon final or another, uh, Federer or Rafael, Rafael Nadal, sorry, I'm not a big tennis guy, obviously, but still great environment, a lot of fun. 
And hell, I can fly over to England, knock that out, and go to a Liverpool game, possibly. So there you go. Two birds, one stone. Well, and you can take a, a short little trip over to Monaco, jump on a rail, and there you go. go to go to Monaco. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Look at you. What we need to do is just all all take like a group rate, and then uh, you know, each of us can go to our events separately. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Man, you know. I'm getting low a little bit because these are uh, like the the Liverpool and then the Duke game or the Penn State game are like definitely the top two. Monaco was up there that I completely forgot about, which is stupid by me. But, um, you know, I would love to go to a game seven of an NBA final or a Stanley Cup, but I think I'd probably prefer NBA. Uh, you know, I talked about like college sports, college football specifically, and European soccer being kind of those only sports I watch on TV where the I I feel the crowd. Yeah. But I know I know that the NBA crowds can be there because I I was at the Thunder the this Thunder Warriors game when KD returned and like the crowd was that you could feel them. But I feel like you don't really get that 98 percent of the time. But a game seven, you can feel them. And who doesn't love a game seven? I mean, it's the best thing in sports, right, is a game seven Absolutely. of a championship series. So uh, give me the NBA Finals game seven. Hopefully it was not in, like, Minnesota or something. Hopefully I get uh, something good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going uh, I'm going back off continent. Um, this the another pandemic pick here. Um, one of the one of the earlier sports we got to watch was uh, Korean baseball. And so you go to a, you go to a full stadium at a Korean baseball game. That I think I think that would just be absolutely electric because it's same same kind of fan involvement. Uh, well, I guess not the exact same, but similar fan involvement that you would get like an English Premier League game. They're they're super involved. Lots of chance. I, I think I think that'd be a hell of a lot of fun. Very nice. All right, I'm I'm really glad this one made it to me. I was taking a little bit of a risk by moving it down the list, and uh, it, it it might have gotten away, but it's still available. And Aaron scared me a little bit when he said. Uh, or Stanley Cup final. So give me a game seven of a Stanley, Stanley Cup. Cup final. I became a Blackhawks fan about 10 years ago. Uh, and and luckily in that time, the Blackhawks have been in their share of Stanley Cups. But though, t- t- even watching it on television, you're almost nauseous with every shot oh, so, that's taken because yeah. there's just mm-hmm. so much energy and emotion and intensity and just like... One shot can can completely change the the game, and you know when when goals are at you know a lot like soccer when uh, the, when goals are at a premium uh, with that much on the line, the intensity is just off the charts. So um, to be there in person, and again, I, I don't really care the teams. Um, obviously, if my team were in it, it would be better. But uh, to just be in the building for a a game seven. Stanley Cup final. You know that at the end of that night, somebody is going to skate the cup. Uh, that would be that would be incredible. Bro, that's how I feel watching an NHL game in January. I'm nauseous. Ever. I'm so nervous <laughs> watching it. Any game, like especially if it's like the last ten minutes of the third period, I'm yeah. like about to barf. I'm about to. Bar- it's so so stressful. But I I think though I think that teams probably would matter in this because I think you're going to have a way better experience if you're you know a team in the North, what like a Detroit or a Toronto or Winnipeg or something like that, as opposed to 
you know, a fiend, if it's Phoenix. Like, yeah. I just think I think the teams do matter a little bit in this. Like, if it were the Dallas as, uh, Stars against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. If you get, like, Probably an original six matchup, you're going to have a way better experience, I think. Yeah. Well, it's like you go back a few years to uh, Chicago-Boston. That was one of the better Stanley Cups we've had in a while. Yeah. Go Bruins, Go Bruins! by the way, Colby. Boo, boo. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's, uh, man, it's it's just, what, you know, what, like, go even just watching an entire, like, playoff run to, like, every game just feels like it has so much more weight than, like, an NBA playoff run. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even in the NBA playoffs, it's obviously way more intense than in the regular season, but it still just feels like, yeah, it's a playoff game, but it, 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 I feel like in the Stanley Cup playoffs, every game almost feels like a game seven, and then the game sevens feel like it's just, you know, times a million. It's, it's wild. So, well, and you get and you get those guys that that make it that much more better because you know they're playing with like a collapsed lung or yeah. you know several fractured ribs and a broken foot, you know, and they're giving it all they got. Yeah. All right, and uh, to wrap up my list, uh, this is tough. Give me a uh, give me a World Series game seven. So. A couple of game sevens in my uh, in my draft. World Series game seven. Uh, ideally, you would have like, you know, it's it's uh, two aces on the mound, and and you're able to, you know, whether I mean, regardless of the teams, but you're able to get a really good pitching matchup would be the most ideal situation. Uh, and you know, if it if it becomes a 13-11 game, so be it. But you, you, I think for me, it's just more exciting to go into a game knowing that both guys on the mound are capable of just completely shutting the other team down. Um, that to me gets me more excited going into a game than the other way around. So, give me a game seven World Series matchup. So and if it were at Fenway or Wrigley or you know Dodger Stadium, that that's yeah. that would be the most ideal situation. Absolutely. Uh, so being born in July, I've always had an affinity for All-Star break. I love, love me watching, you know, love the, the home run derby, All-Star game, the celebrity softball game. Uh, it means absolutely nothing. It's almost like a, an NBA All-Star game. Let's, you know, let's just throw out some ridiculous matchups. But, but I, I think going to an All-Star break weekend, I think would just be so much fun watching, you know, watching some of the, the, the league's best, you know, just belt homer after homer after homer and, Getting to getting to watch that All Star game. So uh, give me give me MLB All Star weekend. I think that'd be I think that'd be a hoot. That was on my list also. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, last pick, right? Last pick of the draft. Last pick of the draft. All right. Uh, I think this one's probably an easy one for me. Hands down, I gotta go see a Sunflower Showdown football game. I'm joking. I don't want to. I don't want to see a Kansas Kansas State football game. One of like 50 people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So intimate. I'd have to be such an intimate college football experience. No. Uh, last pick. I want to go see an All Blacks game. Obviously, I look. I know nothing about rugby at all. Like I, I'd have to do some research to understand what's going on. But to just to go see the Haka before. Before the game or after the game, I don't even know what they do. That shows how little I know about rugby. But it just New Zealand national team got to go see them. I, yeah. well, I don't care who they're playing; it doesn't matter. But go see an, an All Blacks match and uh, experience rugby. See what the rest of the world loves. See what's up with Australia. That's a nice pick. 
the theme I think with all of this is you know the experience more than maybe uh, what you're actually watching. I, that's uh, that's at least the feeling I get. Right, like that's that's more valuable I think than what the actual content is. I mean, if you weren't going for the experience, you just stay home and watch it on TV because you're gonna the, the viewing experience of actually watching them play the game is way better at home. Yeah, because I don't. I mean, I don't care for Duke or North Carolina like at all. You know, I mean, I, the, the Michael Jordan story with North Carolina is fun, um, but I, I don't. I don't sit down and watch Duke, Duke, North Carolina. You know, in my living room, I, I think going to going to either Chapel Hill or Cameron Indoor would just be just a wild experience. Same yeah. thing with like going to the Kentucky Derby. Like, I, I like watching the Kentucky Derby, but I think I, I don't really know much about horses. I couldn't bet on horses. Like Robert Allen can sit down and read a newspaper, and he could probably give you the exact finishing order and the times they're going to finish, <laughs> but I know nothing about it, but I think going to the Kentucky Derby and feeling like one of the poorest people on the planet, yeah. I think would be, uh, would be great. Yeah. Kentucky Derby was on my list, uh, also. And, you know, I think it's nobody picked the Super Bowl, which, uh, I, you know, at one yeah. point in time probably would have been on my list. Uh, I don't know that it is anymore. Um, and, and look, you know, my list has obviously changed over the years because if you had, if you rewind like 10 years ago, going to the Rose bowl would, would absolutely be in my top five. And I've had the opportunity to do it. Uh, so again, I think just talking about the experience of things, I would rather experience something that I've not experienced. Uh, and that's why I didn't draft the Rose bowl. But I mean, in terms of just like, like having that opportunity to sit in that stadium and see the mountains and the sunset and, you know, the football in front of you, like there's nothing like it. That's one of my favorite sports experiences that I've ever had. Uh, I've just done it. So it didn't get selected on my list, but if I had never been there, that, that might've been number one or two for me. Yeah. If we're talking about events or sporting things that we want to cover, the Super Bowl would be on my list. Like to go spend a week at the Super Bowl and cover the Super Bowl and whatever, you know, aspect that might be, if it was radio or whatever, that's different. I would love to do that. But yeah, going to the Super Bowl as a fan, I it just, it's never really appealed to me, at least not, like you said, not in recent years. Yeah. 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 Like I had further down, I had like the college world series. I think, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I don't, I, I haven't been to the new ballpark. Um, I, I would have loved to have seen one at, uh, at Rosenblatt, just that, just the atmosphere. Um, and a, like a dark horse, I put WrestleMania down because oh, that's a good oh, one. That's yeah. a really good one. Yeah. Cause wrestling fans are just wild. Yeah. And I remember growing up watching wrestling and how much fun and how much energy it had. So going to WrestleMania would be like, if I, if I had to do a, like a sixth man of the year, it'd be WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, college world series is another one I, that I've been fortunate enough to, to go to and probably would have been on my list if I had never been there. Uh, it's, it's amazing there. It, it's a lot like. We talked about the atmosphere of like a college football game. Um, that that's what that's what Omaha's like when the College World mm-hmm. Series is happening. There are so many fan bases there that that their team may not even be in Omaha, but you know, there's like like when I was there, um, there were LSU fans everywhere, and LSU wasn't even in the World Series that year. But there are LSU yeah. fans that literally just book their ticket every year, hoping their team makes it, and then they make the trip anyway. <laughs> And sometimes they go to the games. Like I talk to a lot of people. Sometimes they go to the games. Sometimes they sell their tickets. Uh, the tailgating scene outside the stadium is absolutely bananas. I mean, there are thousands of people that bring their grills and they're cooking out and people are just, 
you know, playing cornhole and just getting shit faced. And like, it, it, it is a, it is a spectacle. It's, it's an unbelievable scene. And then obviously inside the ballpark, you get uh, mm. college baseball in an NCAA tournament like setting. Uh, so that, that is an amazing event. Um, you mentioned the final four earlier, as opposed to like Duke, North Carolina, I'm with you. I think Duke, North Carolina, and I've been to a final four, the final four and the championship game. And it was at AT&T stadium. And there's, I mean, unless you are there, are, there's a very few seats in the entire place that are good viewing seats. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I, there's, you're just not going to get, I think, a a really great experience with the whole final four situation. Like it was it they uh, the NCAA announced uh, a few months ago that they had lost like six hundred seven hundred million dollars or something like that not playing March Madness last year. Yeah. So I mean I, I understand the money aspect of wanting to cram you know sixty seventy eighty thousand people in a football stadium, but I just it, it doesn't seem as fun as cramming someone you know cramming sixteen thousand in the Chesapeake. Right. You know I just I just don't the the, the energy just isn't there. Yeah. Uh, anything else on your list that uh, that you might have taken if if we had more picks? Mm, maybe maybe a uh, maybe a, a, a really intense uh, Green Bay Packers game at Lambeau. You get twelve inches of snow on the ground. It's fifteen mm. degrees outside. I think experiencing a Lambeau leap, I think in person would be would be really really cool. Yeah, that's a good one too. Especially cons- like. I think just the atmosphere of Lambeau outside of the stadium, how it's yeah. just in the middle of a neighborhood. Like there's people that live in the houses a block away from Lambeau Field, which yeah. uh, I'm gonna, when we're done with this, I'm immediately getting on Zillow to see what the value of those <laughs> homes are because they have to be absolutely insane. Um, it's like an 800 yeah, square like, foot house for 300 yeah. grand. Right. Uh, I, I'm really upset that I didn't think about WrestleMania too because – I, I I was a huge wrestling fan as yeah. a kid, which mo- a lot of us were, you know, our age. But WrestleMania is still like the one wrestling show every year that I'll watch, and I typically just watch it because it's so like over the top. Especially since they started doing it in football stadiums, like to see oh, eighty thousand yeah. people at a at a freaking wrestling show, and you know, watching the, the the wrestlers like walk to the ring and it takes them a minute because they're walking from one end zone to the other, basically. It, yeah, that, man, that's that's a good one. Um, I have been to a World Series game. It wasn't a game seven. It was game four of the uh, 2005 World Series. It was still good, though. I mean, it was still up to that point. Like, I had only been to regular season uh, MLB games and like, it's, yeah, it doesn't compare because right. we all know like 162 games and Mm-hmm. The crowds just aren't the same. So, yeah, a World Series game is awesome. Um, when you had that element of, like, holding up. your breath with every pitch, yeah. you know, it, yeah, the, the the weight of every play just means so much more. I'm with you. Yeah, and it, that game I went to was one to nothing, and it was, yeah, it's just, yeah, it was literally every holding your breath every pitch and then freaking watching the White Sox celebrate after the game. That sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, uh, I had Ohio State at Michigan – yeah. Um, I've been to both stadiums, the Horseshoe and the Big House. Uh, I, I think the oh. atmosphere outside the Big House is better, honestly. Um, so that I would probably prefer to go to it at Michigan, but I've never seen that rivalry. I think that's a great one. Um, I also had, uh, as far as college football goes, Alabama at LSU uh, to you know to be at Death Valley, especially like at night for those two teams. I, I, that would be that would be an unbelievable atmosphere. 
the, the problem with the Ohio State Michigan game is you know who's going to win. So right about halftime, you're probably going to be like, all right, Ohio State's Ohio win. State's up by 31. Yeah, yeah. We, can, we can go now. <laughs> One fantasy thing on my bucket list that it'll never happen, but I would just I would give anything for it to happen just once. I would love to see an OU Texas home and home. I don't know. No. I, 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 I think I mean, I, the Cotton Bowl is awesome with it being split, but I just kind of, I don't yeah. know. I would just, I maybe because it's just, ne- they never do it and it's never been done. I would just be curious to see what the environment, like, cause, I don't know. I, I guess because yeah. I've been to so many games at Gaylord and just, I've been so frustrated by the environment, especially yeah, in the fair. student section that I'm just, well, and I'm the same thing in Austin, right? Like, it's, there's nothing exactly, yeah, super yeah. special about going to a game in Austin either. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think you. A, a NBA game like you're talking fantasy. Like you want to talk about like NBA game seven, you know NBA finals game seven, Lakers Celtics either in the Garden or or in the Staples Center. I think that would be that would just be electric. Yeah, um, if we want to go the fantasy route, how about like just hap- You know, you happen to be at Rucker Park on a day that like some NBA pros show up and and right? start running yeah. up and down. That would be good. Drew like a Drew League game would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, I wish boxing yeah. were still as big as it were, because I, yeah. I think going to a heavyweight championship fight would would be electric. Same, thing. it'd be like going to a like a McGregor Habib championship yeah. fight. Yeah, like that, that. I was energy. gonna put. I, I, so I've been to a UFC pay per view with a, a a title on the line, and that is also just an incredible atmosphere. But for me, I think to draft that it it's so dependent on the card, I think, and the, yeah. and the main event matchup to, you know, supersede something like the masters. So it's where the, it's where the fantasy aspect comes into right. it. Yeah. So if it's like, like, for example, if, if it's Francis Ngannou, John Jones for the heavyweight Fine. title, <laughs> yes, that, that probably gets drafted in my top five. That would be unbelievable. I, I, I was listening to a podcast the other day and one of the uh, people on there was kind of describing what it's like to be at a UFC event and, I have never been one. Cole, you've been one. Maybe you can, you know, attest to this. But if there's a sense of, you know, when the music hits for whatever fighters coming out, maybe especially if it's a main event, if it's like a John Jones or Habib or something that like, you know, this guy that's walking out of that tunnel is the baddest person in that building. And like the entire, like the air out of the arena just dissipates because you know, that guy could literally just kill anybody in that arena. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the, so I've been to a couple pay or, or a couple UFC events. One of them was a pay per view, uh, and there were multiple fights in the stands yeah. throughout that event. <laughs> yeah, naturally, which I also thought was you know like sport. you're watching the fight in the octagon, and the next thing you know, like two sections over, all of a sudden you just hear like this this ruckus, and, and it's just like this melee. And you're like, what the hell is happening? Like, how the hell are you guys fighting? You're here to watch fighting. They're inspired. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it's that that that's an awesome event and uh, the, the one I went to was Johnny Hendricks fighting Robbie Lawler for the belt and literally in the 5th round it was tied 2-2 with like 30 seconds left the 5th and deciding round was pretty even and could have gone either way and so like it, it's literally like it's coming down to like a walk-off type situation. And then Johnny Hendricks gets a takedown like in the final 30 seconds of the fight. And like the whole place knows like that, that wins it as long as, 
you know, he stays on top. So the whole place just, oh, and like, holy cow, it was crazy. And then Dana, you know, puts the belt on him. And obviously Dallas is a, it was in Dallas. Dallas is a very pro Johnny Hendricks town. So like the place just went nuts. It was, it was such a cool scene. I think I, I don't know what it what the atmosphere would be like, but I think going to uh, like a, a, a one of the uh, winter classics for for the NHL, going to watch hockey and uh you know like watch watch the red or, uh, watch the Bruins play in, in Fenway. Absolutely. Or maybe where, Lake. Where Tahoe. did they have it this the, year? Where the ice was melting and uh, like, like they had it Lake Tahoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they had to they had to wait like nine hours until nighttime so the ice could refreeze because the sun kept melting it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's another one of those like t- to just see the photos of that. It's it's just yeah. like one of the most gorgeous yeah. things you've ever seen. I thought it was fake. I like I I had been so out of pocket when it came to hockey this year that I didn't know that they were doing the Winter Classic at Lake Tahoe. Yeah, and so when I when I originally saw like the promo photos or some of like the promo videos, I was like, this is. I don't know what this is. Are they shooting right. commercials? Like what is, and then sure enough, they're out there at Lake Tahoe playing hockey. Uh, how, how about this? Would you guys go to this? I per, I think it was very interesting. It could be a lot of fun. It also was one of the worst basketball games I've ever seen in my life. You're, I don't remember who was playing. Do you remember when they played the, the games on the aircraft carrier? Like maybe like 10 oh, years yeah, ago. Oh yeah, it was like North Carolina, played, Michigan State. Yeah, and the games were terrible because they're playing on an aircraft carrier. And I don't, it's probably 30 mile an hour winds at least. You're trying to right. shoot a basketball, yeah. but. I, that still seems like it'd be a lot of fun because it's so unique and you're still getting like, you can still tell yourself like, this is, this is North Carolina and Kansas or whatever. Like these are the blue bloods and I'm watching them on a freaking aircraft carrier to be there in person. Yes. That would, that would be spectacular. Yeah. That would be really cool. Did you guys consider any Olympic events? mm, Maybe I, I think it would have to be, um, kind of like a fantasy type situation. Like if it were like a Michael Phelps, you know, like a Michael Phelps relay, and it came down to him to win the gold for the yeah. U.S., and he had to come from behind. Um, maybe something like that. Um, I, a little bit further down my list would be like an Army-Navy football game. I think I That's think watching one, a, yeah. watching Army-Navy would be really, really cool at Heinz Field or Heinz Stadium or whatever. You know, maybe, maybe there on the, the Navy campus, but uh, I, I think a service academy game would, would be – I would probably choose that over, over the Olympics, if I'm being honest. I uh, I did consider a gold medal hockey game in the Winter Olympics, but it also would have to be very specific fantasy. Like right. it have it would have to be like the host country would have to be in the gold medal game, like USA Soviets right. back in the eighties. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like if it was a USA Canada game and like the Olympics were in Salt Lake or something again, like that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Yeah. if I'm watching Russia and Sweden in Toronto, like, nah, it doesn't really do much for me. Zach made a great point <laughs> with the fantasy thing, because, like, if Michael Phelps is swimming for a gold, then yeah. I would love to be there. Or same thing with, like, if Usain Bolt is running the 100 or the 200, mm-hmm. then that probably does it for me, but I don't know that I would choose that over something else if it's just, uh, you know, if it's not Usain Bolt. My favorite, my favorite Olympic event, period, winter or summer, is always the downhill skiing. But yeah. I, don't, I don't know that that would be great to watch live. Cause there's, I mean, you can't watch the entire race, right? Like you're, you're yeah, set up you, in I one spot like where you might see somebody like zoom by at 120 miles an hour for like two seconds. Yeah. And yeah. So there, I don't know that the, that would be great to watch live. It on, you're at the bottom of the hill, watching it on uh, watching it on a screen. Right. Right. That, and that's, I, I think it would have to depend on the event, you know, like if it's swimming, 
Um, or if it's like track and field and you're in the arena, um, but like cross country skiing, you know, you're there for like five <laughs> hours and yeah. you see them show up with their rifles and, and you don't <laughs> no idea who they are. Right. Well, uh, um, yeah, the, the Olympics is just like, it's 98% just kind of like filler, I guess, mm-hmm. until you get to like the five or six events gold, like at the gold medal. Yeah. Where like it really gets intense, but before that, it's just there's so many trials and everything, and it just it lasts so long that you really need to be there for a specific day and event. Um, what about wrestling, like NCAA championships or like Olympic wrestling? Yeah, so I've covered um, I've covered like the state, like Oklahoma State wrestling, uh, like this high school state, um, and that atmosphere is is really really cool i haven't had a chance to go to a national championship but i i would have to think that it would just be like the atmosphere would be a hundred times uh the state high school championships i think that would that that would be a lot of fun because imagine being there this year and you get aj ferrari who's a yeah. psychopath do you know rip, <laughs> ripping his shirt off in a good and, way yeah you know yeah he's a psychopath in all the all the right ways yeah right you know so i like you, you always get a guy like that then and AJ Ferrari is the kind of guy that like I get that OSU wrestling has the tradition and and they're so so good and they've won so many national championships and had so many individual wrestling uh, national champions but I feel like AJ Ferrari is the kind of kid that would like put OSU wrestling back on the map just just his yeah. his aura and his personality Zach can speak to this um I, l- let me just first say so I grew up in, in a school that didn't have wrestling. Wrestling wasn't offered. Same. So it, it was never anything that I was super familiar with or even like, I understand it, but like, I wouldn't say that I like am fully like comprehensive of all the elements and, and everything involved in it. Uh, so I, I'm somewhat of a novice, but when I got to Stillwater covering Oklahoma state, I, I had multiple opportunities to go to Gallagher Iba and watch Oklahoma state wrestling events and to have a building completely full of cowboy fans who all do understand it very well and to like kind of like just be in that atmosphere living and dying with that crowd like going up and down based on what's happening that's really cool like you know when everybody yells like two uh for for points like that that's a very cool experience so i can imagine when you take that to like a an ncaa like national scene that in some ways part of that atmosphere would carry over i would guess yeah, wrestling in Texas just isn't even on the radar as a sport. No, not I, at all. I lived all over the state, and just not a single school even was even an idea of offering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I got to go to the the OSU Penn State duel a few years back, and like there there had to have been sixteen sixteen and a half seventeen thousand people in Gallagher, which mind you holds less than fourteen thousand. Um, that, and then, uh, when, when Iowa came to town, uh, Nick yeah. Piccinini, yeah, that, that yeah. pin and the, the opening, I mean, that, that was the loudest I'd ever heard Gallagher and, and Gallagher is one of the better places to watch a sporting event, uh, at least in the big 12. And, and that was, it, it's something that'll, that'll put, you know, I just raise the hair all over your body, but I'll, what's really cool um, and it's, it's not on the level of, of national or collegiate or anything, but Perry high school. I called uh, I called Perry Wrestling for about four years. Yeah. Uh, they have the most national, they have the most state championships of any high school of any sport in the country. 
Um, and they like they turn off all the lights and they, it, John Divine Hall is this old, old gym that has still has wooden rafters and like a wooden ceiling. And uh, they built it back in like the early 1900s and really haven't done much to it other than update the lights. Um, they turn all the lights off and they lower a spotlight from the ceiling and have it just over the map for yeah. and they, their crank and rock music the entire time. It's it's a hell of a thing, man. If, yeah. you, if you ever get a chance to go to Perry, Oklahoma, and watch high school wrestling, it, it'll change your life. I've never been to Perry for that, but I can I, like to let Aaron in on like what kind of town Perry is. Like, imagine Friday Night Lights, but for that's wrestling, exactly, yeah. and that's Perry, Oklahoma. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I mean, act like next year I'm not going to Perry, Oklahoma, to watch some wrestling. Yeah. Like, I, you sold me it's on it. I, I don't even know where Perry. Yeah, is it's at. Friday Night Lights, but there. for wrestling. Yeah. Like that's it's, the whole uh, town is like uh, obsessed with wrestling. It's it's amazing. Every every boy from like the 1920s, if you were born and raised in Perry and you went to Perry High School, you wrestled. Um, yeah. They don't go more than two or three years without winning a state championship. Um, I mean, it's it's electric. It's 20 minutes north of Stillwater on I-35. Uh, and it's, I like to ride off at 35. So it's super easy to get to. And it's, it's, it's an experience, man. It's, it's wow, awesome. I'm sold. That's, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm sold. Yeah. Plus they have really good hot dogs in the concession stand. So I mean, <laughs> what more, what more could you that, want? Yeah. <laughs> I, I grilled out hot, hot dogs yesterday for opening day, actually. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever been to an opening day? I have not. Mm. I want to though. It's, uh, but it, but I, I would have to be like if I, I grew up a big Braves fan, yeah. you know, they were on PBS every weekend. My right. dad's a big Braves fan. So like if I were going to go to opening day, I would want to go to Atlanta. I, I don't think I would want to go to like I'm a, I love the Rangers. They're my American League team. But I feel like if I were going to go to my first, I would want it to be in Atlanta. Yeah, you want to you want to go to opening day for the team that you root for without a doubt. Yeah. But and then um, you can just go wherever. Yeah, but but to just be there because it's it's I mean, it's a lot like a playoff game. Uh, in in yeah. some ways, there's just you know if you go to just a regular major league baseball game, you know there's 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 fanfare sure, but it's just opening day feels like everybody's World Series because at that point, you know every fan base is like, all right, new start, we have a chance that maybe this will be the year. There's just there's like this this feeling of hope, I guess is the best way to say it because nobody's lost a game yet, and then you add just the the fact that the place is just packed and there's usually I mean the the area surrounding the ballpark is just a carnival type atmosphere. Um, it's, it, you know, I, I, I kind of described the college world series earlier and, and, you know, the college game day experience as well for college football. That's, that's kind of what opening day is like. It just kind of has that feeling to it. It's the best weekend for Mets fans because it's yeah. the only weekend Mets fans have of hope. Yeah. <laughs> or Rangers fans. I mean, we've never won a world uh, series, so. Yeah. Oh, poor thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been I've been lucky enough to check a good man a good handful of things off of my MLB list. Uh, opening day has never been one. I don't know why. It's not like I live that far from you know Dallas or if yeah. I really wanted to, I could go to Kansas City or Houston or St. Louis. Like it's not like it's unreasonable for me to go to an opening day. It's just never it's never happened. I've been to a World Series game. I've been to Wrigley. I've been to you know a good you know ten or eleven other stadiums, but yeah, yeah opening day I've just Maybe because it's always been in the middle of the week. I don't know. Yeah. Well, if yeah, you ever have always... the opportunity, check it out because it's it's unlike any normal major league game. Uh, again, if if it's your team, that probably makes a difference because it's you know it's the start for 
uh, your guys that you're going to watch all year. And then here's the other thing. You're getting two aces on the mound. Like, you're going to watch, mm-hmm. you know, both teams' best guy, most likely, uh, go head-to-head. So that, you know, that that also just from a baseball standpoint adds to it. But, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I, I feel like middle of the week is always, like, that's, I feel like that's my excuse as well. I always, I always yeah. prep for, for opening day, and then it rolls around, and it's like, Thursday at like 1245 and I'm like, Oh, well, I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> but see, that's the cool thing. If you're there, you feel like it's like, Hey, you know what? Everybody else is working and I'm here watching baseball on a Thursday. Fair. Fair. Oh, fa- oh here, I got a question. I, br- I brought this up on my radio show yesterday or the day before um, with how many baseball fans there are compared to non-baseball fans. Do you feel opening day should be a national holiday where everybody gets to benefit and everyone yes. gets off work? Yes. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I mean, in the same way that the Monday after the Super Bowl should be a national holiday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who the hell is expected to work the day after the Super Bowl? Like, come on. We've all stuffed our mm-hmm. faces for 24 hours. Like, everybody needs a recovery period. I eat like 18 pounds of food on Super Bowl Sunday every year. If I'm being honest, yeah. I haven't, like... I'm not big into the NFL, and so like I don't, I don't put a lot of stock into the Super Bowl. Like, I, I, it's a thing. Like, I'll watch it, you know, but I'm not like super, super invested, just because I never, never was a big NFL fan. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pause, fast forward to the commercials kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it's more of like a, it's, it's a celebration of the last time we're going to watch football for the next eight months. Really, I mean, I guess that's sure. more than I see it. I, I see it completely different. I see it as a somber, sad day because we're not going to watch football. Well, that's for the that's next what Monday months. is. That's why I live up Super Bowl Sunday because it's still there. And then Monday is like depression mode and recovery uh, mode, and yeah, you could watch Canadian League football. <laughs> That's, I, Zach, or, I don't or know I guess, what that is. So, yeah. or I guess you watch year, the fan league. What is it? Uh, is it Division Two that's playing right now? Yeah, yeah Division right? Two. Yeah, yeah. Watch, you watch Deion Sanders get stuff stolen from lockers. Jackson State. Is it Jackson State? Jackson. Jackson. So, yeah. is it Jackson. Maybe Jacksonville. Like, and that's the craziest thing to me. Like the the biggest highlight out of Deion Sanders' first game coaching was he had stuff stolen from him that What's turned it? up. Yeah. yeah just, I was about to say it was what? returned. Yeah. It was like misplaced or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just was taken out of the locker and put somewhere else to for, to keep it safe. But he was like, well, didn't keep it safe, did it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Oh, uh, that was fun. I, I really enjoyed that. So uh, I appreciate you guys uh, drafting, and uh, I will uh, I'll post the the drafts and uh, good stuff. Colby, you got three races in Texas this year. You got the All Star race at at Texas Motor Speedway. Okay. You're gonna have a NAS- you're gonna have a NASCAR race in Austin. Uh, at Circuit of America, which will be the first time they've done it there at a road course. Okay. And then That's obviously cool you got thing, you got the yeah. playoff race in October. It's either October or November. Is uh, that the one that at Texas Motor Texas. Speedway? Uh, yeah. So you got the, I think it's in June. The all-star okay. race will be at Texas Motor Speedway. That'll be a fun one to go to. The all-star race weekend is always really cool. Okay. And then play, and then playoff race. I think it's usually a, it's like an elimination race in, in November at Texas Motor Speedway. So those, those are all three options are going to be like, the Super one cool. that happens at Texas Motor Speedway in the fall, I've actually been invited to a couple times, but you Gotta know, go. traditionally I'm I'm covering college football and have to work pre and post game yeah. shows uh, during that time period, so I've never been able to to take advantage of of those opportunities. 
So the last four years I've had, uh, and it, it never fails. It never fails. An OSU football game gets scheduled for like 7.30 on Saturday night, and I get home at like yeah. 2 in the morning, and I'm leaving my house at 6 to try four hours oh. to spend like 12 hours in the hot sun. Nice. Uh, totally worth it. Absolutely worth it. Yeah. Either – I look, there's – there's perks to going to either race, whether it's Austin or in Fort Worth. Fort Worth, dude, there's a Bucky's right across the street. You can yeah. go, you can go there, and then anytime <laughs> you're not spinning at the track, just go to Bucky's. It's worth that's it. That's what we do. Yeah, we we that's where we uh, we get cleaned up after the race, and it's always really funny because you're all like, there's it's full of race fans that are they walk in and they're just covered in like little flakes of rubber, and the 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 smell of sunscreen is permeating yeah. through the cinnamon sugar nuts, and and it's. It's a it's a hell of a thing. And then Austin, um, I don't know I don't know what it's going to be like with NASCAR, especially if with this year with COVID and all that stuff. But the F one F Formula One comes to Austin. Mm-hmm. It's like a full weekend of events. They like bring in like the Killers or like yes. Maroon Five or like huge yeah. like <laughs> Billboard chart topping like concerts and like it's a whole weekend of just. It's nonstop events, and I would assume NASCAR is going to be very similar. So, mm-hmm. yeah, how much I of mean, Austin is one. shut down when they have those those races? Oh, dude, it's I worked at I worked at uh, Hertz the f- year that the track opened and held their first Formula One event. I think that we we booked like five hundred cars probably that week, and it wow. and I was like at a satellite location, like an hour and a half away or an hour away, like it's. It's it's big time. Like there were people coming in and like renting like Lamborghinis from us, not from my location, but just in general. But like, yeah, dude, it's it's a big deal. Yeah, the amount of money that that is included in F one, like you get like thousands and thousands of billionaires from all over the world descend upon a city. Like I, I can't remember if it was sixteen or seventeen. I was gonna I was supposed to cover OSU Texas in Austin. Um, and the close, like the deciding factor for Robert not to send me was the closest hotel I could get was an, almost two hours away from two hours away from the, the stadium because oh. F1 descended on Austin yeah. and booked everything within like a three hour radius. That's amazing. It was, yeah, I, I, I F1, an F1 Grand Prix is something that I really want to go to. I need to get credentialed for that then. Yeah, let me know. Media hotel, <laughs> baby. Media hotel. <laughs> let me know. I'll, I'll drive half the way. Sounds good. Guys, always appreciate it. We'll catch up again soon. Sounds good. Right. See you. Thanks to Aaron Davis and Zach Lancaster for joining me for this uh, Draft Friday. That was a lot of fun. And, again, I will uh, I will post the draft results, and you guys can tell us who won the bucket list sports draft we just uh, we just had. All right, that is it for this episode of the Colby Daniels Podcast presented by Artisan Botanicals in Midwest City. Check out their line of natural medicine products. They have Kratom, they have CBD, they have Delta 8, uh, whatever it is you're looking for. Order online, abotanicalcompany.com. Use the discount code ColbyShow, C-O-L-B-Y-S-H-O-W, discount code ColbyShow to save 15% off. Again, when you order online, abotanicalcompany.com. Everybody have a great day, stay safe, and I will see you Monday.
The podcast is over.